0: is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. God's law matters, and any nation that will adhere to God's law over time will be exalted. Some of you watched the interview that I did with Vodi Bauckham a while back, he talks about the distinctly Christian preamble that was recently adopted to the Constitution in Zambia, but then contrasting that with the Christian heritage that we have here in America. The Christian heritage is better, but it's better only today. It's only better today. Because if you turn your back on the Lord Jesus Christ, well, the heritage will be there for a while. But eventually, it will dry up. Now, why why can a generation of people completely and publicly and explicitly rebel against God and still reap his blessings? It's not just because of God's mercy, his long-suffering, the fact that he's slow to anger and abundant in love. That's part of it. But it's also because God is just. The reason why a generation of people can forsake the Lord and still receive His benefits is because God is merciful, but also because He's just. What do I mean by Him being just? You might say, if you're rebelling against the Lord, the just thing would be for you to reap the consequences. But not, however, if God promised prior generations that He would be faithful to their children. And now it becomes not only a matter of God's mercy and kindness, but his justice. Remember, the scripture says God will not be mocked. A man will reap what he sows. If one generation sows and works and plants an entire apple orchard, well, you'll be able to eat the fruit of those trees for a little while. That's not God actually Uh, saying, hey, I don't really care about justice. I don't really care about holiness. You can make light of my law. You can make light of my precepts, and you'll still receive good things. No, that's not God honoring the generation that's rebelling, that refuses to plant, that refuses to tend the orchard. That's simply God not being mocked, keeping with his promise that a man will reap what he sows. It is God keeping in faithfulness and justice to the prior generation. To the prior generation, that's what it means for a nation to have a Christian heritage. The heritage of the Christian faith is so deep in our nation that it will take a few generations, even generations of, of utter rebellion against God. It will still require a few generations for that heritage to completely dry up. Without tending the orchard at all, there will still be apples because that orchard is so strong and so deep and so many trees in the past were planted and tended well. There will be apples for multiple generations. And there will be multiple generations of people getting to enjoy apples while hating orchards. And that doesn't just speak to the mercy of God because those who hate orchards certainly don't deserve to have apples. So it is merciful, but it's not just the mercy of God. It speaks to the justice of God. That God doesn't just come in and burn up the orchard at the first sign of rebellion. That the hard work of faithfulness in past generations will continue to last until it dries up. And so in that sense, the heritage, the Christian heritage of America supersedes A Christian preamble in Zambia. Today you would rather be here even as the White House is lit up with the pride flag colors. Better to live here than to live in Zambia. My point though is to say give it 200 years. Zambia is planting apple trees. And apple trees take a while to grow. So no, there's not a lot of apples there. Not today. But if we stick with our path here, and by God's grace they stick with theirs over there, then in 200 years, well, that's why. Right now, it's, you, know, you kind of you know, cast your bread seven times on the water, not knowing which will return. Right? There's, there's a biblical principle for diversifying when it comes to investments. And so I, I, you know, I was going to have the grandchildren Zambia fund, saving for that just in case. Well, now it's going to be, you know, 50-50 between, you know, the Zambia and Uganda fund. Right? Because both are great options. Not today. But they have a lot of promise. A lot of potential. Because at the end of the day, God's word is true. The nation that fears the Lord will be exalted doesn't doesn't matter what color their skin is the only reason why the west has been blessed by god is because of the gospel of jesus christ that took root all the way from king alfred till today and god can do it with anyone he wants in fact that's what we see in the scripture is that sometimes what the Lord will do in order to bring low the haughty, the proud, is that the Lord will actually raise up someone else, someone who is a nobody, just to show that it's not about the man, it's not about the people, it's not about the nation, it's about the Lord. It's about the Lord. Sometimes God will do it, not even with another people. But sometimes God will, just to prove his point, show that he can garnish glory for himself with inanimate objects. And if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. One, because God will receive praise one way or another. But two, the rocks would cry out as an indictment of God's image-bearing creatures who chose to rebel. Fight by flight, why leaving godless places is loving godless places. I've had a lot of people tell me recently, Pastor Joel, you're post-millennial. You claim to believe that Jesus is king of every square inch, but apparently you don't think he's king of California because I've heard your personal story that you used to be a pastor there and that you left for the state of Texas. Notice the title, not fight or flight, but fight by flight. Think of the prodigal son. He comes to the end of his rope. He's longing to be fed with the pods given to the pigs. And the parable says, no one gave him anything. No member of the father's house tracked him down to give him a handout. He was hurting. He had to lie in the bed that he had made for himself by his foolish choices. You know what the next words in that parable are? No one gave him anything and he came to his senses he began to repent. There are 10 million professing Christians currently living in the state of California. What if they're fighting, but at the same time, while well-intentioned, they're also funding? What if California could be brought to its knees simply by the faithful not fighting there, but leaving there and forcing Gavin Newsom and other tyrants like him to actually have to take a spoonful of their own medicine. The book has been forwarded by Douglas Wilson. It's been endorsed by Michael Foster. It's good to be a man. Also Meg Basham, The Daily Wire, and Steve Dace from the Blaze Network. It's available on Amazon, as well as a cheaper copy that can be purchased right from our website, which is rightresponseministries.com. Check it out today.